The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. All right, let's get to our first guest today. Congressman Pete Sessions, 32nd Congressional District, Chairman of the House Rules Committee. Congressman, welcome back to the Salcedo Show. And how are you? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for being here. Before we get into the meat of what I wanted to bring you on for, what is your hope that they're going to do over there in the Senate? What are you hoping for? Chris, we we need the Senate to actually produce a bill, and you and I have not spent a lot of time on this this year, but do you believe that Republicans have better ideas in health care? Uh, I, well, yeah, a lot of Republicans I know do have. I, I really okay. wish those ideas would find expression in legislation, though. <laughs> I really okay. do. Well, that, no, that's the point I want to make. Yeah. Secondly, then do you believe we should do those things that solve health care because we can? The health care problems are, can be solved. And the reason why I say this is if we do not do this, if we fail to do this, single payer is around the corner. Oh, yes. And we just played Charlie Gard's parents that I don't know if you've seen that yet, Congressman, but it'll rip your heart out. Bring your tissue. If you do watch that video that shows the collectivism, the socialism that the UK has undertaken, the canary in the coal mine is why we need to turn around and stop that here in America. Let me talk about. That's right. That's right. Let me and talk. So, yes. Yeah. So what I need us to do in the Senate is to appropriately be disciplined, make make votes that, that are not tough. They are free market opportunities for this health care system to work well in America. That's what I want. We can describe it to people, but the bottom line is we need to solve the health care problem in this country, or we will lose the private physician, and we will all end up at hospitals who then will be on the butcher on the cutting block also, and we mm-hmm. must not allow the government to run the system. All right, tell me about the make America Secure Appropriations Act. Tell the folks what this entails. Okay. The Make America uh, Safe Appropriations Act is an opportunity by the United States House where spending must start constitutionally. It has to start in the House of Representatives to go through several of the 12. We're going to take four of the 12 bills, we have brought them to the Rules Committee. We have allowed people to make amendments against them. They involve MILCON or military construction and VA appropriations, energy and water appropriations bills. What is that? That is, uh, as you know, uh, Corps of Engineers and water projects that are important. Defense appropriations, funding the Defense Department, uh, and to make sure that what we that what we do in that process is fund the United States military. We also have, in addition to that, uh, the piece about the border wall. The mm-hmm. president has asked that we will not only fund the border wall, but we will give spe- specifics to that. And we were very specific last night about what we're doing. Also, we have legislative branch. We have to fund the Capitol, the police officers, the changes that have been made that came to our doorstep. Uh, And so those four appropriations bills are before the Congress as we speak. 
Yeah, folks, what you're hearing is what they called regular order. When the Democrats ran things, 12 appropriations bills never happened. They just did continuing resolutions, and uh, many theorized it's what, the reason why we're so far in debt, $20 trillion in debt, because we've had irresponsible governance for so long. Congressman Pete Sessions, everybody, 32nd Congressional District is our guest right now. You mentioned the border wall, and I wanted to see if it was on your radar screen on Republican leadership's radar screen and even the president's radar screen, the tragedy down in San Antonio. Now, many progressives, Congressman, you know, have said with these 10 individuals being uh, dying in that truck in the sweltering Texas heat, they're saying it should be uh, a clear message to America. We need to violate our laws. Uh, Conservatives say it's a clear message that we need to enforce our laws. Where are you? Well, it's real simple, and I've I've been this place. Uh, Chris, you may remember from my background, I I've lived on the border a, a number of mm-hmm. years. I've seen it firsthand. The facts of the case are simple, and that is Barack Obama and the Democrats for eight years allowed our country to be overrun, not only overrun at the border by people, but also drugs and narcotics and contraband that uh, have have escalated to the point where you know this over the Fourth of July weekend. Over 100 people shot in Chicago. What is that about? Well, it's a $3 billion drug market. We have allowed the country to turn into and escalate towards open violence with drugs, drug gangs, illegals that roam our streets, and they are inflicting huge damage upon us. What do we need to do? We need to protect our borders. We have no sovereignty if we cannot take care of our borders. In this case, this was some 28 miles in the lower Rio Grande Valley where that we are going to add, finally, I will call it fencing, a deterrence. It is not the wall. It is a deterrence mechanism that will be in place that will allow our men and women who are down there to effectively, more, more effectively control the border. And then upper Rio Grande Valley, not to Big Bend, another 32 miles. And then lastly, some 12 miles in, outside of San Diego, a fencing that was put in 20 years ago that has been uh, beat up and, uh, and, and it is no longer uh, worth its salt to hold people out. So we're going to reinforce that, that fencing. This all is right. all necessary. Of course, I'm for it. Not, not, and there will will there be actual physical barrier wall barriers built along the border with funding that's being made available? In fact, there will be, but I want to describe it to you. It has a term, uh, bollard fencing. So here's what it is. Chris, as you know, uh, literally all this land is owned by private individuals. Correct. It is not owned, unless you go out to Big Bend, which is a, a federal national park. And we are working with people who down there also are sick and tired of people running across their property and using it as as havens for for drug deals and illegal activities. There is what I believe a big agreement that they will allow this high fencing that you can see through, Mm -hmm. that you can, you can, uh, not, unless you've got a 22 foot ladder, you can't get over (laughs) it. But on top of that, it will it will really funnel people away from that to where they can more readily then control the border. Is this going to stop it? No. Is this going to create a barrier to where we can effectively have operational control of the border? Yes, it is. 
All right. Last, and, uh, well, and actually, best of all, the president, the president supports this. This is the president's request, and we're going to fulfill it. Got it. Uh, I have a couple of uh, two quick questions. First off, as you know, Texas, in the wake of the irresponsibility of the last eight years, the last Democrat administration, Texas stepped forward and put forward a lot of money to uh, to basically protect Texas citizens from that that open border. Is there any talk of getting Texas reimbursed for that money? Uh, there, there are from time to time funds that are available. The bottom line is we believe with what we're doing, it will ease Texas role in, 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 in saving literally our sovereignty. Uh, the Obama administration was the, was not the least bit interested in helping. As you know, they did not uh, appreciate what uh, governor Perry, governor Abbott are doing and the legislature, so uh, what I would say is we're going to get these things built very quickly, which would then diminish or lessen the role that Texas would have to be. I have been down with our men and women along the border. I have been in them with their boats up and down the Rio Grande. Yeah. We are doing things now to build deterrences that will help them. I've only got about 30 seconds left, Congressman. Russia, North Korea, Iran sanctions. The White House a little concerned that the this strong uh, sanctions legislation coming to them will not have off-ramps so that we can reward, let's say, the Russians, the North Koreans, and the Iranians if they start behaving as civilized countries. Will there be plenty of flexibility for the White House to make deals in this sanctions package? Well, there are deals, but they got to come through Congress. And this is where we believe that what President Obama did was not only wrong, but what he did, I believe, in some context of making a foreign deal was unconstitutional, at least where we where we look at the Senate. So, no, it simply means you can go cut all the deals you want, but they got to come through Congress to be approved. All right. Congress and Peace Sessions, Article everybody. 30... One, Article 2 and Article 3, brother. Yeah, okay, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you. Congress and Pete are, Sessions. Chris, Chris, hey, no, I get it, I get it. Obama, Obama abused the, the executive branch, I get it. That it, And I, I actually, a lot of people can take comfort that the legislative branch is reasserting its proper role. Congressman Pete Sessions, everybody. 32nd Congressional District, Chairman of the House Rules Committee, sir. Always appreciate the time here on the South Sato yeah, Show. You bet. Thanks. All right.